my partner. We got another great one ahead of us um, talking about some things that are going in our community, the partnership that we're having with some of the organizations in our community. Absolutely right. You know, in the police department, we have the four Ps. One of the yes. vital Ps is the partnership portion that Colonel Katz really pushes um, internally in the department. And today, um, we have a great example of partnering with community members. And this will be one of our first times talking to our citizens that are partnershiping with our police department other than just law enforcement organizations and all. Right. So this is going to be great. Yeah, and we felt, you know, during our discussions with one of our majors that we need to do more to show and highlight yep. um, what our community does and how they support us. Exactly, exactly. And uh, how we build that mutual working relationship. I am going to learn a lot on this one. I can tell you that yeah. right now. So let's get into it. Today right. we have a group called Chesterfield Gives Back. Um, they started back in 2020, and they became an official nonprofit in 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have them introduce themselves, and then we're going to talk about what is Chesterfield Gives Back. Right. So let's get started. All right. Um, I'm Adam Berry. I'm the founding president of Chesterfield Gives Back. And, uh, yeah, I'll let Jane do a quick <laughs> Good morning, Jane Chambers. I am the director of volunteer operations with Chesterfield Gives Back. Okay. Well, go to, give us a, the structure of your of your organization. And you what know, is Chesterfield and what Gives is, Back? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, so Chesterfield Gives Back, uh, it was started on the premise of we wanted to get out there and recognize good public safety work and support our first responders, specifically here in Chesterfield. Of course, as the organization has grown, we have other programs uh, outside of recognition of first responders and our big First Responder Appreciation Day. We do it like a lot of community crisis intervention, whether it be somebody loses a loved one or falls into hard times, we try to step in on those instances as well. Um, the structure of our organizations, we have uh, seven board members uh, that make up the organization. They're all volunteers. We have no way on payroll. So all money coming into the organization goes directly to our programs. Awesome. And you said you got a board. Yes. Explain that board to our, our, our audience. So our board... Uh, they are all volunteer community members. Uh, they either uh, have family that is in public safety or they're just there to support the cause and uh, help help the organization grow and do great things. That's a lot. So if it's a volunteer-based organization, I see the reason you would have to have a, div- a director of volunteer opportunities, <laughs> which is Ms. Chambers here. Can you explain how did you become involved? What is your affiliation with public safety or... Just tell us, how did you arrive at this point that you decided to get involved? So my husband actually was a Chesterfield police officer back in the late 80s. And my sister-in-law is a current police officer with the county. And I believe she's tapping in at 33 years, maybe number one on the annual leave list at this point in her (laughs) career. Um, And my husband is the, now he is in the police department, not police department, sorry, Fire department and as an assistant chief there. And our youngest son was military, oldest son was fire department. So my whole life has been public safety. Mm-hmm. So they're very important to me. And I felt like the lack of recognition was not there. Um, so I felt like this was a good way to get involved and to show my support for all the people that are in public service. Well, explain what you all are doing to show the recognition to, to about law enforcement, and, or not only law enforcement, but public safety. So in addition to the event that we do yearly, we also try to find ways throughout the year to recognize. So if we see a police officer that maybe has 
stop to assist a young mother with a flat tire, then we like to try to find out who that person is mm -hmm. and reach out to them. And maybe it's just a small do a token from Starbucks, um, a gift card. So we try to find opportunities and we're kind of always looking on social media to find those opportunities. So when you all share the goodness that maybe a citizen does in the county even, um, a good example would be the deputy that uh, recently stepped in on a, a fire. She was, uh, I believe she works for the sheriff's office, mm -hmm. but she stepped in and assisted with kids. She went, it was off duty, and so we did something to recognize her. Oh, wow. So always looking for opportunities, awesome. and we really... And not only, but if they have like a family situation where they may need something, um, we try to step in and do what we can to assist there as well. Wow. Now, I know when this started, if we go back historically, it was in 2020 um, when you started it, and there was a lot of social justice issues going on, a lot of anti-police, defund the police. Mm -hmm. um, so this, did this grow out of the need to say, hey, we are here, we're present, and well, yeah. how, do, how do we arrive at that time? And, and that's absolutely what kind of drove this thing to fruition is, you know, myself, you know, I, I've, been in the, I've been in the military for 20 years, you know, and uh, throughout my career, I've never felt like a lack of appreciation. You right. know, if I go out in uniform, it's always, thank you for your service, thank you mm -hmm. for your service. And, and it's humbling, and I appreciate it. But I, I was like, you know, the public safety sector doesn't, I feel like there's a lack of that same appreciation across the public safety sector. And realistically, me being in the Army for 20 years, you know, only two years of that have I been in, like, a combat environment. Right. You know, right. the rest of that exactly. time, you know, I'm kind of right. back in the rear, whether we're doing training or right. I'm sitting at a desk. Getting and ready. I'm, yeah, right. getting ready. But I feel like our public safety, uh, you know, servants are out there every day, you know, with the, the chance of, you know, something dangerous could be happening to them. So, you know, when I saw a lot of scrutiny on, you know, specifically law enforcement, um, you know, during 2020, I was like, you know, that that isn't Chesterfield because, you know, uh, being born and raised in Chesterfield, of course, I lived away from here for a long time being sure. in the military, but mm -hmm. coming back here, I was like, that is not my community. I know our public safety workers are out there doing the right thing day in and day out. And I was like, and the best way to foster that kind of good public safety work is to start recognizing it when we see it happen. Good. So, and the one thing I'll say is like, we... We're a big advocate of, you know, if community members are listening to this podcast and they see a public safety worker out there, regardless of what department they're in, doing something above and beyond, reach out to us because right. we want to start recognizing them more. We have, we, have, we have the funds. We, have, we get gift cards and gift baskets and stuff from all the you know, local restaurants and uh, you know, businesses and stuff, and we have that stuff for our recognition program. So we advocate for people to reach out to us when they see that kind of stuff happen. Wow. And they wow. can reach out to you on your website, chessforgivesback.org, and we'll say that at the end of the podcast as well. But for right now, it's chessforgivesback.org to, to learn more about the organization, how to make a donation, how to support yeah, so if they yeah if they visit our website. There's uh, it has contact information for every one of our board eight, uh, members. Uh, they can find us on Facebook. Just search Chesterfield Gives Back. That's another good way to get in contact to uh, with us or donate. And like you said, on our on our web page are all the different ways to no donate, including ways that uh, you can donate without 
any additional costs to yourself. So we're part of the Amazon and the Kroger uh, rewards programs right. where you just enroll in it. And just by shopping at Amazon or Kroger every day, uh, uh, some of that money gets kicked back to Chesterfield Gives Back. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about the big event that you have each year. So I need to know you, about that one, too. Right. <laughs> it's it's a huge that. event, and it's steadily grown. Um, and you have a lot of public support, including the use of the Outlook at Saddle Ridge. From what I understand, that's donated by the owners to support this organization. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. facility. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a huge event each year for First Responder Appreciation Day. Yes. How has it grown and how many people? Tell, tell the listeners about it. Jane, can, can you start by telling us how do you organize volunteers for that day? That's a great question. <laughs> it takes a lot of work. Because there are like a 1,000 people who attend the event, right? A 1,000 people. And what people may not realize is that this event, it takes us about a year wow. to get it all planned out and to reach out to people within the community to donate and to just organize the event. Mm-hmm. So uh, last year, you all are probably familiar with CERT here yes. in the county. Mm-hmm. I actually was able to get them involved as well. And so they came out and handled all of the parking for us. Right. And it was a worry that we didn't have because we also allow first responders that are on duty to attend the event. So we want to make sure they're parked in a way sure, that if they, they need out. to get exactly. out. Exactly. Um, so it, it takes a lot of time and effort. There is a um, website that we use where people can volunteer. So they can find me on the ChesterfieldGivesBack.org website. And my email is there. And if people are willing to volunteer, then they can contact me for this coming year's event. Wow. Wow. So what happens on the day of the event? So what happens on the day of the event? And, and, and let, me, let me back up. This is for Chesterfield County Public Safety. Only. The police department, the sheriff's office, the fire department, as well as emergency communications. Yes. Right. It's for all them employed by those departments and their immediate family members. Right. Um, so with that said, you know, there's a lot of people right. invited. Right. Yes. A lot <laughs> of people invited. Because you're talking, you know, probably 1,800, 1,800 employed, you know, members. Right. To include their families. Right. That's you a know, lot. You know, it's a lot. And, and, and it's grown um, It's grown so much. You know, the first year, uh, we did law enforcement only. We didn't really, so we had a sheriff and police department. We really didn't know how much traction we were going to be able to gain on this thing. And I, I remember we did it in Pocahontas State Park the first year. And I remember I had all these barbecue teams out there. You know, so I recruit 16 barbecue teams. They come out and compete in six different categories. Uh, and that's how we feed all the attendees. They get to walk around and try the different samples wow. from all the different barbecue teams. At the end, they get to vote on their favorite. And we give out trophies to those people. And it's amazing because they come out there. The barbecue teams put so much work into this. Uh, they come out there, and they cook overnight for this thing. So they put a, they put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, and then we recruit sponsorship for all the barbecue teams. So that's how we fund, you know, how they fill their grills. Um, so in, in, in getting sponsorship here in Chesterfield County, believe it or not, is pretty easy because this is such a supportive community. Exactly. These local businesses right. are always pounding on our door saying we want to get involved in this thing. And the more it grows, the more they want to get involved. Um, so the day of the event, like you said, everybody's invited out. Uh, we do it at an amazing venue, like a, like Jane said, the Outlook at Saddle Ridge. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. It has plenty of space to facilitate the attendant, 
all the attendees. Uh, but in addition to barbecue, we have three live bands throughout the day. We have free adult and child beverages for everybody. We have tons to do for the kids to include campfires where they can roast their own hot dogs and make s'mores. We have inflatables. We have a petting car, zoo. We have a mm-hmm. petting zoo. We had a car show last year. Um, you know, we and we had a guy out there hand rolling cigars. And again, this is absolutely free to all those that are invited. Uh, so I tell everybody, leave your wallets at home. You won't need them. Come out, have a good time. The space is safe. Security is a high priority for us. So we make sure we we create a safe place. And that's one of the biggest compliments I've gotten from those in attendance was, you know, we finally feel like we have a place we can right. bring our families out, yeah. feel safe, and right. really enjoy it. Awesome. And, and that awesome. means a ton knowing we've been able to do that. Wow. Let's talk about that car show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have a few special cars we ought to have in the car show. Yes. Yes. Well, good. That that sounds exciting. Is it? What else would you like the public to know or... About, about the event or what you're doing all year? Um, really, you know, what drives this event is, you know, donations. As you, as you can imagine, it, it takes a lot of money to put something sure. like this on. So, you know, right. um, when we're out there, you know, asking for donations or doing different fundraising events, we, we just ask the community to consider supporting us because um, we're very transparent about where those donations go. And a lot of them go right to public safety. Of course, we have other programs we do. You know, we do some other things in the community for families that have fallen into hard times and things of that nature. Um, but a lot of it goes towards that big event at the end of the year. Awesome. That's good. Awesome. Well, I have one question. Do you all have anything else you'd like to add? I think the thing that I would like to add is I know that you all get a lot of email that is like first responder appreciation related. Right. Come out to the diamond for ball night, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. This is so different from those things that if people would understand all the work that goes into this event for first responders and all the amount of donations that are given to make this event possible, Mm -hmm. I think that people would come out. This year, we want to get the word out to have more people attend this event than we have in years past. Right. Well, we we definitely want a partnership and and get the word out to our officers, including myself, right. of what you all are doing, the appreciation that you are doing for our community. And I love that. I love that partnership. So before I give out your email again and, and thank the Outlook at Saddle Ridge for supporting the organization, on all of our previous podcasts, we ask <laughs> at the end, you didn't see this coming, what do you do to alleviate stress? What's your go-to? Oh, because stress and mental health <laughs> well-being is a big thing in public safety. Yes. So what do you do to alleviate stress? Well, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, physical readiness, physical fitness, uh, because I I believe there's a direct correlation between physical resiliency and mental resiliency. So I I would say that's pretty prioritized for me. But I also, I brew my own beer. Okay. I think it's very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. You know, I get out there. it's a dream of mine. I want to open a brewery one day. But I'm also into, and something Chesterfield gives back does a lot sure. to raise money, is uh, we do these, uh, like, smoked dinners. So I'm I'm big into barbecuing. Okay. 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 Stuff and Are like you that. still, you mentioned okay. early military, 20 years or more. Are you still in the military? I am. Good. I well, am. Thank you. Thank I you am. for your service. But I'm counting down my days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, thank you for your yeah. service. Thank, thank you for your days. service. I like yeah. that. 
Jane, would you like to share what your go-to is? Sure. I'm like Adam. I'm big into exercising. Mm-hmm. I think that it clears the mind and yes. um, is good for body and soul. But my family is my go-to. Um, we are a very tight-knit family, mm-hmm. and we camp together. And uh, just being able to be around my children and be able to share life with them is where that's my go-to. Good. Well, good. Hey, another it's a great one. one. Great one. And, yeah. and again, being our first that we t- we're talking to our community, mm-hmm. uh, that partnership that we talk about, the, um, the P's that we're using, and, and that's working. Right. Nan's the partnership working. is working. And yes. we want to really thank you both for taking time out of your day awesome. to, uh, to come in. We want to remind our listeners that their website of Chessful Gives Back is chessfulgivesback.org. You can go on to learn more information, how to donate, how to volunteer, yes. how to become a participant. Um, in this great program. We really want to thank you all. We still want to talk about our recruiting. Yes, we are still recruiting police officers and police service aides. If you go to joinccpd.org, you can apply there. You can also reach out to myself, uh, Daryl, or our other partner who's in the room today, Polly Mallett Testa. That's our boss. Um, Email us, and we'll be happy to uh, email you back. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Awesome.